Hey, welcome to the First Issue Club podcast. We read first issues each and every week and we review them. But this week we're doing it a little bit different. We're going to throw some best ofs at you. And that's what this whole episode is. It's the year-end rundown of the best comic books that we read and some other categories as well. We have Mike D, we have Caitlin, we have Greg, and we have me, Budget King. Anything you guys want to add into this intro of uh, the list? Is it worth noting that like these are books that we've covered? We're doing like a best of worst of books that we've covered. There were so many that Yes. For the sake of podcasting quality, mm-hmm. we couldn't really get to. Except that I might break the rules a handful of times. Totally to truly okay. I break the rules maybe once or twice. Yeah. Oh, totally okay. I th- I think which is good on us because it's it shows that we truly did cover a lot of the best comic books that came out this year. I think there was a couple ones that in our hurry to cover only two books each week we missed. We threw some of them on our Patreon. So some of those might emerge. I think we should just get into it. Yeah, let's do it. And the first category is... Best Event. I will go first. Okay. Uh, well, it actually should be no surprise. War of the Realms. Okay. Yep. I was so hyped on that book the entire year. I remember talking about it like two or three months before it even came out, and I was just, I would not shut up about it, and it came through so fucking well. Uh, Jason Aaron wrote the whole goddamn thing. It was brilliant, drawn beautifully. Uh, I love it. 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 Can I ask you about the tie-ins? How did you feel about those? I liked them. I thought they were great. There was a fuck ton of them. There were so many. But, I mean... You had amazing artists and writers tied into that. I mean, you think you you had Kelly Thompson, Lee Williams, Jerry Duggan. I only ask because normally with these events, the tie-ins are garbage. Complete and utter garbage that you regret purchasing completely. Was uh, Carnage with the tie-ins garbage? No, they were pretty cool. Not as good as War of the Realms, but I'm biased. K-Dog, best event? I don't even know... If this was an event, but House of X yes. powers. Mm-hmm. You yeah. killed it. Okay. It no. was real good. It is mine as well. Hey. Uh-huh. I thought, hands down, we were all going to pick powers in House of X. I picked it. It was so well. Did you? And then I veered a little oh. bit. <laughs> and I realized that I really enjoyed, and I didn't expect this, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Road to 100. And I don't know if that's an event, but uh, I started reading it when they added the fifth turtle the female turtle and then i kept reading like they were all like 70 799 books they like had the what do we call those thick boys yes Yes. and like (laughs) um that series is awesome and it's like it was really fun here's my qualifiers for what makes it an event does it either transcend across multiple comic books meaning i've got more than one line or title okay that is making up this story that's one option and then the second option is several different comic books or storylines are converging into a singular storyline. Okay. So yes, then it correct. doesn't. It, I was thinking like because they this spun. This was more just like a story arc. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I was thinking because they spun it out. Disqualified. So uh, <laughs> then I'll just go with Powers of X. I had noted that for me, Powers and House of X beats uh, Watchmen, which I'm considering an event. Because mm-hmm. it ties in a bunch of other DC yeah. But it also started before 2019, so... The majority of it was in 2019. Correct. War of the Realms, Year of the Villain, Carnage, and Deceased. Oh, no one picked deceased. Year of the Villain? Yeah, mm, yes, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one picked Year of the I Villain. I almost said that just to throw you guys out for a second. <laughs> year of the Villain. That's so good. And the next category is... 
worst ending. Which comic book had the shittiest letdown ending? In I some ways, I, I viewed this as, like, also the worst comic book. Should I have done that? Well, um, some cliffhangers are really bad. That's true. Yeah, that's good. You're, like, really liking it, and then the last couple pages, you're, like, Makes oh, it just okay. so corny. Okay. Yes. So, worst ending. That's good. Okay. Yeah. What did you have, then? Berserker Unbound. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jeff Lemire. Yeah. It might be self-explanatory, but just like the reveal of that he's walking into a city and then you're just like, oh, okay, this is going to be like some mix between Encino Man and some other stuff I've already seen. And a Conan bunch the of Barbarian. Times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else comes up for worst ending? Uh, mine would be Age of X-Man, which yeah. is uh, yeah. the event that happened right before House of X and Powers of X. And not only was the ending terrible, but the whole goddamn thing was bad. And it just it just didn't matter. And I think they knew that. That was really frustrating to go through this huge event, and I probably spent $300 on all the comics and side stories. Yeah, because we thought it was going to be huge. Yeah, zero repercussions because we immediately started this whole new phase of X-Men. It just didn't, yeah, like there's like going to be nothing in there. Is right. There, is there any first appearances? Is there anything like... No. Anything key? Was any part of that where they had the hybrid child? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's when they did, like, extremists and... They had some interesting things that they they could have done with it. Yeah. And not only... Okay, so it wasn't bad. It was just boring. And that's that's probably the biggest insult for a comic book. I had, as no surprise to anybody, Collapser. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, you hated that book. You did not like that book. I almost bought you a signed copy. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, "This would be so funny to get him." But... <laughs> the you found a signed copy yeah. of it. Yeah, I would love to not have that. I have a little bit of a cheeky pick. My worst ending is Astro Hustle. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. it ended with the creator being in a sexual assault accusation and the publisher canceling the book. Mm-hmm. After an issue. Yeah. So I can't think of a worse ending than that. The only travesty to come out of that is the artist that was working on it yeah. was really, really good. and He, he was good. He got the cold shaft yeah. of this whole thing. Yeah. And that sucks. The art was really fun in that yeah. book. So fuck you, Janets. Fuck, you, <laughs> fuck yourself, Janet. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Janet. Right in your Janet. <laughs> your Janitsa. <laughs> your Janitsa. <laughs> that was cool, right? What I did there? <laughs> yep. Now we have Best Team Up slash Ensemble. <laughs> I had Savage Avengers. Oh, me too. Did you? Yeah. It was such a cool concept and such a good delivery. Yeah. It was really fun. Duggan was on that, right? Jerry Duggan? Is that who wrote it? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit, that book was so cool. It's funny because we made fun of that combo. Mm -hmm. Yes. They were like the Walmart Superstore (laughs) Avengers team. Yes. But it, it turned out to be fucking rad. Did you so you guys kept reading it? Mm-hmm. There were a, there ended up being like a key issue yeah. like four or five in, right? I think it's something to do with Conan doing something that was interesting. Like Yeah, like uh Conan had the black sword from uh-huh. War of the Realms and then um Conan comes into like real time. That was the big thing. Is that like he transferred into like non-historic time mm-hmm. and like was on the real he essentially was the first time he was on the Marvel timeline. I think is why. Yeah, they made a big deal about it. So. And then there was another Conan character that entered. 
uh, the the Serpent King or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah something like that. Yeah. Sounds like the time to uh, sell that book was a few months ago. Yes, it, it <laughs> totally was. It was the same week. Yeah, it's not the same day. Mm-hmm. Yep, the same thing with your Miles Morales, whatever it was, where he has a baby sister. A baby sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sell that now. Yeah. <laughs> or by the, by the time this yeah. comes out, it will have been too late, actually. Yeah, yeah right, totally. <laughs> Burn them. I had a weird pick for this one. My best team was Silver Surfer and Ego the Planet from Silver Surfer Black. I thought it was really fun throwing those characters together in the way that Donny Cates did. Yeah. And just seeing them interact and cooperate was just really cool. I agree totally. That's a good team, yeah. I wanted to go that route, but just Savage Avengers was too easy of a pick. Mm-hmm. It was a slam dunk for me on that, yeah. Mine was kind of the same because I picked Giant Man, just all the size-changing dudes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh uh, man, but, that won't, yeah. yeah. When, I saw, that on the, when I saw that on the list that you created us, I was like, Oh my god, that book was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. The only thing that we should remember the only thing we should have done it is that it should have been called Giant Men. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was so annoying <laughs> yeah. that it was called Giant Man. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have our funniest book. This was a no-brainer for me. Not only was it the funniest book I read in 2019, it was also the biggest surprise for me, or one of the biggest surprises for me in 2019, Jimmy Olsen. That was mine, too. Superman's best friend, Jimmy Olsen. That book came out of left field for me, and I thought it was going to be just the biggest throwaway, like, what a stupid concept. It was so goddamn funny. The format is even, like... Yes. hilarious yes god it yeah just, the, just even the, the quotes that i still remember some of the lines like just going around breaking his ass like it's just so funny yeah you guys all picked the same book i picked it well it it barely squeaked uh deceased for me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh that's so good <laughs> I had i had a handful of other ones that i i was gonna throw in gut ghost or second coming yeah um but I ended up going with Kelly Kelly Thompson's Deadpool because I was really uh, surprised yeah. with just how fun it was and funny. It's weird to say a refreshing take on Deadpool, I, but it I, kind it of is. was. Yeah. I, I think Deadpool is so unconsciously broed out. I don't think like people realize how yeah. like male centrically weird. He turned he, into the White Claw of <laughs> yeah. Marvel U. He totally, that's exactly what it is. He's the White Claw of Marvel U. So, so picking Kelly Thompson to write it, and then Kelly Thompson knocking it out of the park. I definitely want to shout it out as like a fun, funny book. Totally. I want to say I'm loving this episode so far. It feels like going back in like a comic book band and looking at your comic books and being like, I like this. Yeah. So, uh, this is our clip show. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I fucking love a good clip show. Drum roll for... Drum roll sound. The sexiest book of 2019. Mm. I If we all don't pick the same book, I'll be shocked. Oh, I had a few. I, I thought z- there were a couple really? contenders, too. I zigged. Yeah. I think the obvious is going to be Faithless, right? That's what I picked. Faithless, yeah. yes. I, I did not pick that. Here's why I picked Faithless. Gave you a boner. <laughs> One, yes. <laughs> Two, the variant cover oh, yeah. for the first issue yeah. had a literal fucking butthole. <laughs> Wait, did, I mean, you know. <laughs> they, on the, co- like, the way that you, you know said they that. Continue, like, I have all of them. So do I. They go fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. But I had. To this day, I had never seen anything yeah. more shocking than you could draw the bloodiest goddamn thing on a cover, just a butthole staring back at me. 
I had never seen that before. Yeah, on you're a comic right. Book I never seen that in my yeah. life. What they about went, a they, bloody they butthole? Not yet. But is Faithless over? I don't think so. <laughs> we may have time to see it. Now, what I didn't like about Faithless, Faithless, is the the comic book itself was never as sexy as the covers were. Very true. Very true. There was some sexual themes in it, but it yep. um, uh, dealt with other issues than a Playboy might have. Yes. There was some supernatural elements and a lot of sexual tension, mm-hmm. ultimately. It, it's actually a great comic book. Yes, it really yeah, is. It was fun. You picked Faithless, too? I picked Faithless, yeah. I picked Money Shot. Good. Yeah. I'm glad somebody picked Money Shot. I picked Coffin Bound only on my own attraction to the main character. I almost put that for best lead. Because of the same thing. <laughs> I was like, mm. And also that... Not my sexiest book. Like, the, sex, the sexiest yes. book of the And year. I think I might have been... Danny is the artist. She goes by one name. Yes. And you're attracted uh, to her as well. I liked that I saw a lot of her other <laughs> yes, like cover arts that she that did. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's attractive. <laughs> I'm going to say that. She's attractive. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not doing like weird giant stuff or anything. No, but I didn't think you were doing that. I just thought you were just dancing around it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, she is. She's attractive. Um, but she also kind of blew up a little bit after Coffin Bound. I've seen her on like a ton of other cover variants and things like that. Really? Um, she does a really, yeah, she does. She does a, like a really good stylized, like she knows her brand of like sexy women. Hmm. And she stays in that lane really well. And it's like, it's really good. Cool. So, and she does a one name, Prince style. <laughs> so it's easy to notice when she's doing a cover. Is there a sexual act called Prince Style? If not, let's make it up. <laughs> the Prince Scott, style. I mean. There's yeah. a Prince Albert. In a can? Let's go. No, no. Prince well, Albert on my is, can. A, is a sex, <laughs> is a sex oh, no, Prince, In my can. Prince Albert yeah. is getting your dick pierced, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Next category on the show today is the weirdest premise. We had a lot of contenders, I feel like, for oh, this yes. one. Yeah. I, I, had, I, switched, I switched mine a couple times. I had... Unit 44 and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Unit 44. I just thought it was super weird. (laughs) Like, the whole premise of this is that they forgot to keep up with rent. Yeah. Yeah. And now hijinks happen. So my contenders for this also included everything. And then I I was trying to decide between that and strayed. Do you guys remember strayed? Yes, I thought of that one, too. Wait, tell me what strayed was again. I wrote. Yeah, I wrote out... uh, yeah. One sentence synopsis for each, and I was like, which one is weirder, like, on Good paper? Call. Uh Strayed, an astral projecting cat whose powers are exploited by an evil government, or everything. A mega department store that causes mania in a small town, people <laughs> bursting into fire, psychic disturbances, and wet dreams. <laughs> I think everything Definitely wins that everything. contest. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that book is still really good. I really want to keep up. I know and we have it. I yeah. just haven't had the chance to sit down. And I'll say a lot of it, I, you have this problem with a, a lot of indie comics, especially, that you read. Um, one, just because they're most commonly kind of new, fresh stories, and you don't have the history with a lot of the characters that when they're serialized month to month, it's really hard to follow a narrative or storyline because of that. Mm-hmm. And everything has been a little tough to follow and kind of falls victim to not being able to read it back to back just because it is so weird. But at the same time, so much of that book 
is just cool vibe mm-hmm. that it almost doesn't even matter. The design yeah. and the art style and just... It's the paneling is killer and the weird things they do is just so intriguing. I, I stand love by it. that that book's covers just doesn't do itself any services, though. Everything? I love the, I agree. I love the I inside agree. of the book, but the covers are, don't draw you in, and they don't even really tell you anything about how cool the story yeah, is. Yeah, the covers are weird and corny, hmm. which I think... Corny is right. Which I think sells the concept of like a mega store yes yeah that's and it's a cheeky tie into that yeah. but it's at a disservice of the comic to yeah. go that route yeah it's like I, the opposite of isola where it's like whoa <laughs> hold on isola where it's like the, the covers are amazing but that the story is just like well, what's going on talking tiger <laughs> it got to a point where it meandered for me what's so, going yeah. on talking I, tiger <laughs> so isola <laughs> isola does meander but fuck it is so good to look at yeah, like exactly, but that, it looks like a goddamn Disney film. Yeah, I mean, it being Isola being beautiful doesn't stop at the covers, right? The, the entire interior is like yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So. it's uh, so crazy. <laughs> I love flipping through those books. Uh, oh, um, mine was Coffin Bound. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah, Rem- you get, you you get scenes of strippers peeling their skin off. Oh, yeah. but it was like yeah. Tank Girl for me. Like get, where, like no, I know, but it's still a weird concept. Yeah, you have someone yeah. called Earth Eater. You have a bird, a bird skeleton as a best friend. Like it's a strange concept for a comic book. It's a great comic book, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> I went with White Trees. Um, I, yeah, okay. The, the Chip Zdarsky book. I think it was weird in a very much I love this weirdness way. Uh, two dads. Um, are like going to rescue their three dads. Three dads, yeah, all go to rescue their children. Um, and you, I think one of the weirdest things about it is it's just two issues. Like, That's what I was gonna. And say. it wasn't a trade. It, it's not big enough to be a trade. It just is a a very and it's like it ends up being like kind of a warrior story and then it's like super heartfelt just about a dad. And you, I think from the very beginning you don't really it's realize it. You know, like it. It's, I don't it's know. Like full house, like. <laughs> It, it like, really is. You yeah. hear that music and you're like, yeah. oh, oh, you got me. The right. ending of that book was brutal. It was heartbreaking. It was brutal. Yeah. And it was it was a great book, but definitely like, I just was like, what am, it's a true Chip Zdarsky book. Yeah. The way they handle sexuality in that book was brilliant. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was just the most effortless and flawless way of just saying, hey man. It's all good. It's certainly not a time capsule of how people think about sexuality now. It's no. like in the future. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Next up. Guiltiest pleasure. I think you all know what mine is. Oh, boy. No, it is the thing that I yeah. never thought I would ever say in my whole life. Deceased. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I remember you trying to talk us like... Despite Explain the first issue, it was despite cool. the first issue, it did not do itself any favors with the first issue. This book fucking slapped. <laughs> it got so crazy as it went on, and it's if you think of it as like this else world, like no consequences, insanity. It's so much fun. It's like a Fast and Furious movie. Like <laughs> I don't give a fuck if Vin Diesel can't act; he is driving the hell out of that Charger, <laughs> and it looks great. So that's mine. <laughs> That's all. And people loved it in the end. Yeah, and it's getting like a, a volume two of like... And the covers were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They did a cool thing where they like tied in old horror flicks. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to summarize the key concept of it in a sentence? I'm kind of losing like 
what it was that made them like zombie sort of people. It was like social media. It was, it was the antimatter equation being put into just the internet. And then once you saw this thing, bloop, bloop, you're like nabbed. It was mimetic. Yeah. It's totally mimetic. Correct. Did we have that take? We, we all did. We okay. all did. And we all thought it was going to be this commentary on social media. Uh-huh. It was not. Yeah. You don't always need a good reason for characters to turn into zombies. No, and just rip each other apart. Yeah. Yeah, that book was bloody. Super bloody. You're hmm. selling me on it. I'm still going to skip it. <laughs> That's okay. We're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had, a, I had a little bit of a hard time with Guilty as Pleasure. On one end, I thought, what's the book I'm most embarrassed to buy? at the comic book shop counter and I put money shot. I've bought three issues of it now and they're all like horn like horny over the top covers. <laughs> and I just feel like weird being like, I couldn't wait for this. <laughs> I have to buy it the day it comes out, like right at ten AM. I was telling you I own literally every cover yeah. made of that book. <laughs> um, and then I thought of a second one. Didn't want to tell you guys that I loved this book because I felt like no one else really liked it. Bad luck, Chuck. No, I <laughs> I, I remember bu- liking I that bu- one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you and me just liked it. And I bought every issue of that. Did you? I enjoyed it. I just thought it was like ho hum. I um, have a similar. <laughs> Only you and I liked it too, and uh, I really. Oh, if you say Mary Shelley, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I have another one that I almost put in this category, but then I moved it to another category, which is why this one ended up being the pick. Okay. <laughs> it was really. I stand by I Mary stand Shelley for Frankenstein. Still, <laughs> I even I saw it on the list, and I was just like, "Fuck!" But that I couldn't book. even. I could not go through this list and think of a, another book that I actually felt like I would be embarrassed yeah. to go by yeah. so the book i had you guys probably won't even remember we covered it's uh ignited yes oh yeah from h3 uh humanoid humanoid yeah. is the name of the publisher mark wade and osagfo the oh guy that mark did, wade book and mm-hmm. uh, the guy from black f co-wrote it it was uh, a school shooting with x-men essentially yes um and it just was like cornball but i loved it i had to order all my all of them from humanoids directly because uh, they're so fucking backwards of a place. Was that the one with the cover where, like, they were all facing a certain way? They're all looking at you. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, each issue is pretty thick, and it's a good story. And Mark Wade has been cu- pretty quiet as of late, but he, he killed it with this humanoid thing. Did you read the other line of books off a of humanoid? I should have. I think there's only been another one. Two issues have come out from it, and I picked it up randomly because I was like, well, I kind of want to support this publisher because yeah. it's tough to do that. Yeah. Ignited is in trade form if anybody's interested. If you're into that kind of thing. If you're into school shootings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember reading this. Really? I made a joke about how they opened the school back up because they cleaned everything up and there's still bullet holes and <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a guilty pleasure. And kids were making like... I bought the I bought the first issue like It twice. reminded me a lot of Misfits. I think I might have mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Which I really liked. And for the next category, we have best lead in a comic book. I'm excited to hear what everyone thought of this one. There were so many good options. I uh, feel like I picked. Yeah. The, I feel like I picked the most obvious one. Oh well, then I want to hear yours. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I picked Basketful of Heads. By issue two, the lead is this female that because the way the story is written, 
you, you get, would never expect her to be the lead. And you get her full backstory in issue one, and then she's the basket full of heads person with a fucking axe, like carrying around heads being a badass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. such a developed character, such a cool concept for a character. Like, I've almost not read a better character. Really? It's, I... I I, that would not have been obvious to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, mine was the cat from Strayed <laughs> that talked and helped her little owner. Uh-huh. It was a vital part of the story. I thought he was super, super cute. I think I think the ones that I picked maybe weren't best for character development, just for like lead premise maybe, mm-hmm. if that makes sense for context. I picked Crone and then the little boy from Folklore's. <laughs> Oh, he just no, those wants are to good. be a businessman. Those are two yeah. really good picks. Yeah, Crone was super. That's a great pick. She was awesome. Yeah, I have Moira from Powers of X, mm-hmm. specifically Powers of X two, but most of that series as well. Uh, w- which timeline? <laughs> <laughs> that book shook me as a superhero fan. It felt so big and important, and she was a character that I really cared nothing about. And you just learn this new respect for her as just like a strong-willed person who's just lived through god-awful shit and comes out the other end, the most important cog in this crazy X-Men story. Jonathan Hickman did, I'm going to say, the impossible of just creating not only a new and exciting X-Men story, which, I mean, fucking X-Men have pretty much done it all. Yep. Literally, time travel, into space, underwater, like, fucking, think of anything, they've done it. So to have people read this and be surprised every week yep. was a fucking feat. And he should be applauded for that. And, and I applaud Marvel, too, for just being like, we're going to trust you. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I, we, we did it's just a, complain about yep. that being thrown out the window. <laughs> At the same time, I wouldn't yeah. go back and say, make me wait longer for powers yeah. and houses. I, re- I remember looking at the previews when X-Man was still going on yeah. and just being like, so is any of this going to matter? I'll get this in the dollar bins so- someday. <laughs> We're still waiting for Moira to pop back up. How, okay, so how it's are you guys feeling? Epic. How are you guys feeling about these X-Men books that have spun out from this? So, you fall, think Fallen Angels is amazing. Marauders is really good. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like, do you New feel like they're still, like, keeping that energy going or... Yes. I know, it, basically, like, House of X and Powers of X were just this cannonball into the water. Mm-hmm. And, like, the ripple effect is all these books we're getting now. Like, I feel like they're keeping up pace pretty well. I just didn't know what you guys' thoughts were. I like the, like... The fact that they're growing Kitty Pride the way they have oh, been God, yeah. is like to see her be a badass character and a woman mm-hmm. instead of like a fucking little kid forever. Yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah. Her and Magic are really like oh, shining yeah. stars they're of really, the new Dawn yeah. of X. Also, if you think about it, the worst title in probably all of it is X-Force and they fucking kill Xavier in X-Force. So it's funny to think like what you would think would be the best title where the most momentous thing happened. They're just doing so well with all these other side stories that it kind of gives credence to all that. Yeah. Man. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) And the next category is... Best Creative Team in Comic Books. I will go with the returning creative team that um they ended their run this year with king of thor i'm speaking of jason aaron and asad ribic they started 
what was that, five years ago with yeah. their Thor run, and they had never looked back. Uh, Jason Aaron's been the primary author of all these Thors. Uh, Assad's been doing this and that and the other, but I really loved how they both came back together to, to end their Thor story. And not only did they come back, but it was so good. Like, <laughs> King Thor was a fucking smash in in every way possible. So just to have them back together was was great. They're hard to beat. Yeah. That was pretty insane what they did. Yeah. I as, mean, like a, as like a long-standing achievement and then to have them wrap it up the way they did. Yeah. And then yeah. anything that Assad does, just you're just like, how? <laughs> how are you that good consistently? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how do you release things on a regular basis like that? Yeah. It's just mind-numbing. When I, I, I remember when War of the Realms was coming out, I was just telling everyone that would listen. I was like, Jason Aaron, I mean, yeah, Jason Aaron will be remembered for this Thor run and like Harold as like uh, a master of this uh, comic book format for decades. And I stand by that. That's going to be his key thing he's known for. It's just his Thor in general. Thor yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. For sure. Even his indie shit is good. Scout. I mean, well, well it yes. is like yes. Southern yes. Bastards, like all of that. And he'll continue to make incredible, amazing things. If, yes. If Scout but... ever gets made into a show, though, I think that'll be his Walking Dead. Will you, sir? That'll be yeah. You think it will be? Scalped for sure. You I, think Scalped or Southern Bastards get made? I think Scalped. I think Scalped is the one that's closer to being made. Yeah. Wasn't AMC doing Scalped? Yeah. Oh no shit. I thought so. Oh whoa. Okay. Cool. But. I mean, Jane Foster is becoming right. yes, or yes. in a, in an upcoming Marvel movie. At least we're led to believe. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, a, that's I mean, it's just huge. Yeah, that's huge. He's he can be like eighty five signing comics yeah. in yeah, you know, <laughs> however like fifty years or however long, and people are just going to be like standing in fucking mondo lines having him sign old. Thor issues. Old Thor ones, yeah. Can you sign my Jane Foster? <laughs> Beat it, nerd. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, I went off of first issue script a little bit. I guess you did too, Greg. Mm-hmm. No, we covered King Thor. Yeah. Oh, we did. did we cover King yep. Thor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we did the first issue of it. Yep. You're right. Mm-hmm. I picked the Immortal Hulk team. Oh, so are you pick? Are you picking Alex Ross on the covers, or are you picking? I'm in, I included him in the team. Yeah, because it's only three people, really. It's a good pick. Al Ewing, Joe Bennett, and Alex Ross. I'll say Alex Ross's covers. I don't have to say much about. Fucking unbelievable. And yeah, everyone Absolute knows insane. who fucking Alex Ross yeah. is. I mean, and some of the best compositions I feel like he's had in his entire career have been two weeks ago when it's like the people are wearing the Hulk masks. I just was like, this is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That cover was great. The yeah. big one with like the planet and Hulk's face oh, on so it. Oh, so good. 25. I, yeah. I bought a couple copies of that <laughs> just because I was like, this has to be important. The cover's so good. <laughs> uh, Joe Bennett, he does some fucked up stuff in this. One, just like the character design is great. Yes. And there's so much like vibe and emotion in all the characters. But the way Hulk and Bruce, like, change into each other is grotesque and monstrous. And the way he, like, rips and falls apart and all these things just really made this a horror story. Yeah. And, like, elevated it to this, like, monstrous thing that Al Ewing was trying to do with this character. And obviously the story's amazing, but all three of these things combined 
had the, I think out of all the creative teams had the best year, these three. Do you think this was another situation just like Jonathan Hickman and House of X and Powers of, of X where they're just like, they had got this creative team together and they're like, you know what? Go with it. Yeah. It, th- it's not going to make m- much sense, but just keep going. I also, I do think that like they, in the last two years, they've elevated Al Ewing because of the success of this. And said, "Let's like, sure. more stuff." Yeah. yeah, I mean, he got he got Marvel one thousand essentially, mm-hmm. and yep. Guardians of the Galaxy, the new yeah. one yeah. going on with that. Yeah, yeah, that mean shit. What a book! They got some heavy hitters at Marvel right now. Mm-hmm. You could have picked a Kate series. You could have picked all kinds of different stuff. And yeah. in fact, I I picked uh, Silver Surfer Black. So you, you picked, yeah, with uh, Treadmore mm-hmm. and Donny Cates. Do- First of all, Donny Cates. Uh, you can't touch that guy because your handle be burnt because he is on fucking fire right now. Uh, but that you aside, know why your your handle be burnt? You know why? Uh, he's very hot. <laughs> but that aside, to put Trad Moore on a a big two book, big gamble because his artwork isn't for everyone. But holy shit! But the perfect character, the, the perfect, perfect character book to put him on. Oh, it's on. so awesome. He and I. I follow a YouTuber that like often will say every time he references that book, I don't really care for Trad Moore's artwork, but this is a key issue. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like Trad Moore's artwork is so insanely good that it's 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 astonishing. Mm-hmm. That's like saying you don't like Jack Kirby's work. <laughs> it's not. I get that it's non-traditional. It's but, stylized. But, yeah, but he's a trailblazer. Yeah. Oh, it's psychedelic, man. Definitely a trailblazer. There are certain things that he does. And that make him so well served for this book that like transcends time and space. Mm-hmm. Think about how many sci-fi books you've read, and it's like, here's the alien. It's a like a horse body with a book for a face. <laughs> it's like two things that you know. Oh, like hold on a minute. What series is that? Yeah. Together, yes. I, I bet somewhere in Green Lantern. <laughs> Grant Morrison's Green Lantern is probably Ooh, a horse body with a book for a face. Um, but <laughs> Tradmore designs and creates spreads and panels and pages that look unlike anything you've ever seen before yeah or like accurately depict somehow like the transcendence of time yes. within a flat printed page you look at it and you're like that feels right that yeah. feels like that's what it should look like i've ne- i don't have no reference or frame of like this being true to form but yeah. it, it's true to form somehow and we have finally come to the end the whole reason that everyone is here, why everyone is listening right now. They want to know what our picks were for the best first issue of the year. The whole reason we do this goddamn podcast every week, first issues, reread them, we cover them, we age you through the muddy and murky waters of the comic book landscape. But what was the best one of the year? What was the one that each of us thought was the crown jewel? in the helmet of gold that we wear, also known as a crown, <laughs> of this podcast. All right. I had, I had a handful of honorable mentions. Once in Future is in my honorable mention. Undiscovered Country. I loved that book. Same. Something is Killing the Children was like a boom book that we did on our Patreon. Donny Cates' Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes we lean a little heavy towards books that we've covered later in this like re- recap. Just because they're fresher in our minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we like that did a little bit of a disservice to that book Reaver, which I thought was phenomenal. Right. Um, none of those make my number one, but those are my honorable mentions. A couple honorable mentions for me uh, was Criminal by Ed Brubank. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Coming. I thought that book was phenomenal. First issue was phenomenal. Daredevil with Zdarsky. So good. So mm-hmm. good. And then um, another Zdarsky, Spider-Man Life Story. I thought oh, that yeah. first issue was really, really good. Yep. I mean, I agree with some of those. Those would have made my honorable mention list. But I th- I liked Man or Black a lot. And yeah. That was uh, Cullen, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, there was another one. Was it Night's Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, fuck. That was such a good book. Yeah. I had one runner-up. It was Meet the Scrolls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was such a good character study and an interesting just, like, family core concept that was something so not expected out of a scroll book. Mm-hmm. We, I hate scrolls. <laughs> and the idea Such of them a weird co- internal conflict sucks. for you <laughs> yeah and they as did... an escape route yeah uh-huh. like as a narrative escape route it yeah sucks. it's a free pass out of any fucking marvel book and to give me scrolls that i loved unbelievable it's it a five it's a five book run if you liked captain marvel you're gonna like the, like you're gonna know or about if this. you liked the vision yeah. run it yeah. has some mm-hmm. sort oh, that's of a good, reminiscent that's, yeah yeah, yep. yeah. I would also add I liked Thumbs and Killer Groove too. I really liked Killer Groove. I thought Killer I know Groove he had cool. some conflict with that too. Mm-hmm. But it, the only both conflict of those I had stories, with Killer Groove was it looked like he was wearing a wig. He yeah, it was like a He-Man wig. Yeah, but Killer Groove's like art got me a little bit. Yeah, but other than that, it was it was good. It was Are we good. ready for number ones? Let's do it. So mine, I don't know how, and I was confused that we didn't cover this book, and I had to like go back and check. My number one first issue of the year was Little Bird, which for some oh, fucking reason yeah. we actually yeah. didn't cover, which, yeah, which we slept on that. blows my mind. But that comic book was insanity. I think it was the first. I think why we slept on it is it was this person's first book. And we're like, we don't know who this author is, mm-hmm. but they killed it. They were awesome. And that best the, of the year. Yeah, they got best of the year for me. My best of the year is Once in Future. I really, really connected with this series, and a lot of other people did too, so much so that, boom, is now giving it more issues because oh, of cool. the popularity. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was just really well done. The characters were really dynamic. The story was really fun. So um, it just really stuck with me. Mine was Second Coming. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Ahoy. Ahoy. It was probably the most unexpected story that I never would have thought I would ever have gotten from anybody. And to make it in such a palatable way that I think palatable is the right word for it. And kind of just horizon broadening. What a burn on DC for not carrying it. Yes, completely. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I like about Second Coming was... um, it could have been like a mad magazine satire and just really been kind of flat and boring. But the way that they told it and the way that the stories unfold was like completely new and different. Mm-hmm. I think it reads the same way Book of Mormon does. Like if even if yes. you're, even if you're a Christian, like you're going to be like, hmm, not wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still managing to instill and teach the values that you would want to teach yeah. and instill. <laughs> A little crass, but not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My best first issue was Silver Surfer Black number one. There you go. For all the reasons that we just talked about. Yeah. It felt like an instant classic to me. A great pick. Yep. It's really good. It, I got a couple books for you guys that I when I saw on there, I'm just going to say them that I was like, oh, huh, I f- we f- totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember Fair Lady? Yeah. Yeah. That nope. was like, it was a cool book. Yeah. I, I looked it up because there were a did couple you? that I was like, did I even read this? Yep. I went to Midtown and bought a couple more of it and I like, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yep. Do you remember like the cat bodyguard? Yeah. 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 We, I think we liked it because it was serialized. Like every issue was a like self-contained one off mm-hmm. like, yeah. like CSI buddy cop. episode. Yeah. yeah. It was it was good. And then do you guys remember the this little mini series of the Thanos run where it's like the or the uh, Gamora Thanos like yes. origin? Yeah, Tina Howard. I was trying yeah. to find a way to put that in one of my lists because I really, really enjoyed that arc. We also slept on Gwenpool, like which was a great series that came out that we just didn't cover, which ended up being really good. It got a lot of acclaim, and I don't think I own a single issue of it. <gasps> I'm shocked. Yeah. The problem is, is Marvel put out a ton this year. Yeah. We we cover a lot. Yeah. Honestly, more than most fucking comic book podcasts or any comic book media organization, we still miss, we're going to miss some. Yeah. It's going to happen. Which is kind of why we started the Patreon, to like get that kind of yeah things that have gone by the wayside. It's a great year for comics. As every year is. Yeah. Last year, we did we did some like very more formulaic things where we said like best writer best publisher I like best you guys, cover art yeah what'd you guys think of the format this year versus last year this was way funner yeah more. this is more conversational more informative too yeah you think so yeah so funny that with with more room to have different kinds of picks based on different interpretations we still ended up picking some of the same ones yeah it, it, I think it goes to show that sometimes there was the true best yeah. of something right yeah we got time for these uh Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know how quick these lists and best choices were going to go. So I did a comic, Would You Rather? Just a fun note to go out on for the year. (laughs) First one. Are these pointed at certain people or just like we just answer? I think this is a group thing. Okay. Tell me what your decision is and then I'll decide which one of you wins the point for each one. (laughs) Yes. I like that. Okay. Okay. First one. Who would you rather save you? Batman in his pedestrian clothes or a life-size Funko Pop of Prince? Uh, Batman in his pedestrian clothes. Okay. Because if I'm going to be saved by a superhero, I'm going to feel those muscles up against my bod. Okay. And <laughs> while Prince is sexy, Funko Pops aren't sexy. They're very that's, smooth. That's true. They're cute. Greg, Greg answered this question like he had been asked it before. Yeah. Like he had, he came with notes. I'm just, here's what I'm doing. I want to win and I have to answer <laughs> in my truest way possible. So I'm just letting it all out. <laughs> I don't even think I can. I don't have, I don't have a fully challenge it. Yeah. The only thing that it'd be nice to see Prince since he's dead. Like, but it's not really him. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Funko, Funko Pop. Funko Pop it's his version. Funko Pop. Yeah. Do Funko Pop versions also, of people just say like the generic slogans that they say? They like, don't say anything. Because like, they just say Purple Rain. <laughs> and that's all. Like, the, and yeah. Everybody knows that was Prince's slogan. So. <laughs> hey everybody, Purple Rain. <laughs> oh my God, he said it. 
<laughs> he said purple rain. <laughs> the Funko Pop. I guess you can ask me questions about the scenario. Well, I was kind want. of wondering okay. how would you be saved? I, for some reason, I just had it in my mind that you would be falling and they would catch you. And oh, I me thought, too. I, oh, thought I was thinking I was getting Batman mugged. because it would be hard to fall into like plastic, like a, that kind of a surface. It's one of those situations where you're in the middle of the street and this person shoves you out of the way, but in doing so, gets hit by a car and oh, dies. Oh, shit. Again, in Prince's, then in I Prince's would, case. I would, I would pick um, the Funko Pop. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Too the, bad. Batman's dead. You didn't get you to are, feel his muscles. I you killed Batman. And nobody <laughs> knows because he was in his pedestrian That's clothes. That's true. Yeah. Martha! It was Bruce Wayne. Okay, so we have a pick for... I have a pick for Prince in, Prince, in that case. Batman. Batman. Or in his pedestrian clothes. Yeah. And? Yeah, Prince, but it was a close tie. Batman in his pedestrian clothes was the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Greg. Game over. You're in the lead. He has one point. Yeah. <laughs> Which would you rather be? Wonder Woman's lasso wrapped around a stranger's big gulp or Captain America, but you lost your job because of a risque TikTok you recorded? <laughs> I have a question. Yep. Am I the lasso permanently, and I'm just currently wrapped around a big gulp, or is that my only time as the lasso is just wrapped around this quick moment of being wrapped around a big gulp? It's the quick moment. Mm. Is this is this fired from his job, meaning the Avengers? Or is he, like, moonlighting yeah. as yeah. a security guard? and somewhere. he's, like, fired just, from that job. He's just Steve Rogers now, okay. but he still wears the outfit. I think I would probably still be Steve Rogers in that case because I feel like popularity and your personal stock might go up having done a little bit of a naughty thing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? It, it worked for Kim Kardashian. There we go. Yeah. I also am going to choose Captain America because he's kind of immortal with the super serum and I'm very afraid of death. People might forget too. That stuff has like a short attention span. Yeah. He might get rehired. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay Lohan's back in movies, so that's fine. Is she? I think she she's back a, on Billy on the Street. I don't yeah, know that. I you think she's in a couple like low budget horror movies. Yeah. Does anyone yeah. have a pick for the lasso? Uh, I'll go with it. Yeah. If I'm going to get ahead of Greg, I'm going to have to go opposite. There we I'm gonna go. Have to zig where he zags. Got to take a risk. Yeah, and I and I think sentient things that aren't sentient is a good option for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on brand for you. <laughs> yes. The only reason I didn't choose the lasso is because uh, I'm very kinky, but. Mm. I want to tie people up. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be just wrapped around a drink. But you could be holstered to her for another part of time. That's true. Which might be nice. She's also touching you. Mm-hmm. You're touching her and a dirty big gulp at the same time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the dirty, the dirty thing. Oh is no, really that wins. Captain yeah. America, you got to be forever. Jobless Captain America, you have to be forever. Wonder Woman's lasso, you are for an instant, as long as it's touching the big gulp. <laughs> and then you disappear. You're or back what do to you being oh, Caitlyn or Greg oh, or Budget. Well, that's okay. no good. Ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> Captain America was the right choice here, but I shouldn't have zigged. But <laughs> only for the reasons Greg indicated is because Damn you're it. semi-immortal. So Greg gets the point for that. Again, one. this game Fine. is rigged. Yes. <laughs> this answer with your true self. Which would you rather eat, Wolverine cigar or Black Panther's e-juice? Uh, I'm going to go with 
Wolverine's cigar because it's been in his mouth and I can suck on daddy's cigar. <laughs> and also, if you're going to go for like something that's bad for you, go for the full thing, which is a cigar, which is a kind of a classier item. E-juices, you put it in a fucking vape and you look stupid with your little robot penis in your mouth puffing out little cumulus clouds of blueberry sunshine. Okay. You got to eat his e-juice so you don't get to smoke it? Yeah, you're eating his e-juice. Drinking it, yeah. And do you get his uh, lotus power? No. No, you don't inherit any powers. You just have to do one of the two things. Has it yeah. been chemically altered in any way by Shuri? It was the e-juice, this particular e-juice made in Wakanda. I'm taking oh, the e-juice. e-juice then. If it's Wakandanese e-juice? Yeah. Probably pretty dang. Yeah, fuck yeah. No matter what, I can drink the e-juice. The The experience of eating a cigar is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. Even if it's been in... Uh, Does Wolverine watch me eat a cigar? (laughs) That's a good point. Am I I digging this e-juice out of a dumpster and someone catches me and pities me instantly? (laughs) Yeah, do we become famous through eating these things? (laughs) So, so, okay, let me answer for both cases. Wolverine's cigar, he has his back to you, but he can hear you eating the cigar. (laughs) That's even hotter. Chomp. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> In the Eju situation, you see Black Panther discard a half full e-cig. He just throws it on the ground, and you he would never. Are, <laughs> and you quickly scurry to it and crack it in half and just suck the e-juice out. And of he it. has no idea. He, he has dome. no idea that I that I sucked his e-juice. Yeah, and in this case, you are uh, someone is recording you do this, and you go viral oh, as like a desperate it. weirdo. Oh, damn There's it. There's that TikTok. Look how thirsty this these people yeah, are. Yeah, now for... I pick Wolverine. I stick with E-Juice. E-Juice was right. Oh. Damn it. So. Why did I switch at the last moment? That's two for Greg, one for Budget King? Yes. Okay. I think, and one. And I don't get one because I didn't pick the half immortal. Oh, you're Even zero. though I picked the right one. Yeah. Sorry, right. Galen. <laughs> Them's the breaks. <laughs> You could, it's going to be tough, but you could come back in these <laughs> next two. Yep, we've got two left, oh, so damn it. at best you can tie. You know what? I feel not confident at all, okay. so let's keep going. Which outfit would you rather wear? A bikini with Vision's eyes as the boobs? <laughs> or a diaper that looks exactly like MODOK? <laughs> MODOK diaper! Hell yes. Do you have a fet- like a baby fetish? Like, why are you wearing a diaper? You, are you old? Are you just wearing the diaper just for fashion? You're uh, grown up. You're your current age, and you're wearing the diaper for fashion. Out and about, or is it, under, is it underneath my pants? It's during the summer, so you're comfortable in the temperature, but you're in a metropolitan area. You're, it's like you're walking around like an arts district. Is this a screen print or an airbrush version of Vision's Eyes, or are they actually Vision's Eyes? It is like printed Vision's Eyes. Okay. If if my boobs were more illustrious, I would go with the vision eyes. Is this item that you're wearing the only item that you are currently wearing? Yes. So you're Donald Duck in it if you've got the bikini on. <laughs> so my dick's out if <laughs> if I got the bikini on. So that's that's a, that's yeah. a hard that's a hard mode for me. Then. And, <laughs> and and I've literally got my boobs just out if I'm wearing the diaper. It's a no win for me, dogs. That's a good point. <laughs> Multiple dogs for all the dogs in this scenario. Um, I'll say that in the bikini one, you've got 
a infinity stone over your belly button. <laughs> like a troll doll. Yeah. Right. I'm going troll doll. Wait, I think that's an aesthetic I can work with. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That doesn't help her bottoms. It doesn't. But, you know. Oh, might distract. We'll poo bear it. it. I guess it depends. You have the power of the uh, infinity stone. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> no one asked. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with the bikini. So then. Caitlin's winning this one because she's the only one <laughs> the bikini. She got the power of the fucking infinity <laughs> Who was brave stone. enough to choose the bikini? <laughs> well, shit. To go full poo bear. All right. So Budget King and Caitlin are tied. Greg's in the lead. This one is going to either... Tie you with Greg or <laughs> tie well, it all make, up. make Greg the This big... one's actually for uh, 3,000 points. This oh boy. last one. <laughs> <laughs> As, and the other one's It's like the one? big fat quiz yeah. show. Yes. Yeah, okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, where would you rather go? The Fortress of Solitude <laughs> with just you and 40 mimes? <laughs> or the moon with just you and Iwatu the Watcher? Easy. Moon. Moon. Big time. Awatu's got all these great stories. Oh, wait, is he dead? <laughs> oh, yeah. What timeline is this? Um, is this just a dead Uatu? Okay. How, on the moon. How, <laughs> no, he's alive. He's how alive. big or small are the mimes? <laughs> Life-size mimes? Oh, the mimes yeah. are one foot tall. Okay. But they're normally proportioned people. Just a foot tall. Okay. Why okay. does clarifying always benefit Caitlin? <laughs> Because she has an inquisitive mind. It's true. <laughs> Let me ask a weird question. Do I get a million dollars when I go to the moon with Uatu? No, we don't need money. <laughs> no. Are they off the clock? Are they method? Which are they? Which, which watcher is it? Is it, it is Uatu? It's Uatu, the it, watcher. And then, is there any other watchers? No, there's. It's just you and Uatu. Is he happy that I'm there? I need to answer Caitlin's question sorry, sorry, first. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the you mimes said one foot are doing mime shit. Okay. <laughs> They're like currently like feeling invisible walls and pulling ropes just like all around <laughs> you. <laughs> do they need to do they need to eat? It's like bonking in your knees. <laughs> in a supply of entertainment, I am staying in that fortress. Yeah. Tiny mines. <laughs> Hold me closer, tiny mines. <laughs> also, I'm like only three feet taller than mm. them, so it's like a dream come true. And for it's me. a fucking playhouse in the fortress of solitude. You're trapped inside those so, like, tiny mines. <laughs> You get to go. Could I make them like my lemmings and create elaborate structures for them to go on? Oh, that's cool. I'll say they're not allowed to touch you, but you can touch them. <laughs> that's the same <laughs> rules at a strip club. <laughs> oh, you have sold me. I, I am staying in that fortress. I'm going. I'm going to fortress. I'm gonna dream about I'm that gonna, fortress. I'm gonna. De- I'm gonna defect the fortress. <laughs> Does Owatu want me on the moon? <laughs> he loves your company. <laughs> and I'm staying with my main man, Owatu, on the moon. Oh, God. Because did of the views. Win? Because did of the views. Did he win? Did he win? Owatu's got all the stories. Imagine how many incredible things that guy's seen. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't get to become a watcher, do I? Nope. Okay. You just get to hang with him, yeah. Here, Still. why don't I rule something out for you immediately? So, Greg lost. Oh, no. When you're on the moon with the Watu, uh-huh. sound doesn't travel in space. You can't talk to him. Oh, idiot. So you you're just standing of his in silence with this big Funko Pop of Watu. Also, oh, he was a Funko he Pop, was a Funko Pop the whole time. this whole time. He was a Funko oh, Pop. No. You should have clarified. Still cool for me. We need a tiebreaker. 
No, you. Caitlin well, because we're Ka- tied. Caitlin and I tied. No, I lost one. Oh wait, we no, were no, no, tied no. at one no, point. No, no, we 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 came you, in with one. You okay. both have three thousand and one points right now. Yes, we need a tiebreaker. <laughs> oh boy, you didn't prep this, but I didn't prep this. God, you I spent shoot. so much time yeah. coming up with yeah, these. Were brilliant. I could tell they were great. They were what so ifs. so good. Yeah, you can shoot from the hip though. Okay, when would you rather exist? Oh, this is good. It's not an A B, so now you can. It's just value an open ended. Or are no, there I'm going to give you options. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. never mind, sorry. In an ever-present Speed Force or World War One? <laughs> oh, easy fucking <laughs> Speed Force. I don't even know what the fuck a Speed Force is, but I'm not choosing World War One. Yeah, I'm also choosing Speed Force because... Okay, so it's going to come down to your reasons why, yeah. then. Uh, this is like the best game of D and D. Because period pieces suck. World War whatever was either one was terrible. I, I need even, you to pick the one best reason. I I like fast. <laughs> you like fast, so you would not choose the speed force. No, I choose speed force. You choose oh, speed okay, force. Okay, that's right. That's I right. like fast. He, he choose speed force because he likes fast. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't think I can beat that. Um. <laughs> I'll save you some time. That was the right answer. <laughs> Budget King wins 2019 with 3,002 points. First Issue Club has its first champion. I'll enjoy it for a whole year until our 2020 end of the year episode. It makes sense because you are a king. <laughs> I don't win many things, but boy, am I happy. Real comeback story. Yeah. It is a true comeback story. Yeah. From a true Cinderella <laughs> state. From <Tale>. dust to royalty. <laughs> we'll see you next year. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T.